Hi, this is Erica Potter. And this is Hunter Willis. And this is Hot Girl Briefing. Hey, Erica. Hey, Hunter. What are we going to be talking about today on today's Keep It Brief? We're going to be talking about an issue that hits a little closer to home, at least for me, now that Hunter's back in Denver. Not so, Listen, not so close Michigan to is still home, girl. Don't, don't even start with me on this. Denver <laughs> is simply a place... It's simply a place that I exist. I'm still, I'm just a student here. I am temporarily here. It Unless is you home. offered like a crazy good job and you can't turn it down. I mean, you know, I mean, at that point, yeah, we might have to make it home. But, but anyway, I have not yeah. been offered said job yet. So no, this is not home. But anyway, so, so back, is, back to home. <laughs> back to home. Close to home are the Canadian trucker blockade, which you may have been, you may have heard about, you may have seen in the news a little Little shuffle little... between Canada, Canada and Detroit. Canada. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I said Canada. I meant to say Canada. I, like, y'all, it is a it is a Sunday morning. We are competing with the Sunday Scaries here at Hot Girl Briefing. As you all know, the past two weeks we have been absolutely taken out with sickness here. Um, we I don't know what we're doing. I don't know how we're doing it, but here we are. Yeah, somehow somehow Hunter... making it through. Hunter manifested sickness for me all the way from Shut the up. <laughs> it was first his turn, and then I got wrecked this past week. So we're so sorry for not having an episode on Thursday. But honestly, you would not have wanted to hear our voices the, from no. the way we sounded. It was rough. It really was. Um, yeah, no. I think our voice was actually, you know, like an octave deeper, though, which like I always like about getting sick because I know, honestly, you know, God bless you all for bearing with us. I know that my voice over microphone is. Not the most pleasant thing to hear, but it was definitely. <laughs> oh, now he's being self-deprecating. Is that a COVID little bit? Uh, yeah, it's actually a, it's actually <laughs> long COVID. It's just self-deprecation. Um, but uh, so anyway, so back to the episode. And we're actually going to keep this keep it brief. We're going to get back to the roots of keep it briefs. Where we're actually going to keep this brief. This will be a short episode. This is not going to be our hour-long keep it brief. Yeah, it's Super Bowl Sunday. We are still wrecked from sickness. We are, we understand you have things and we're wrecked football, from sickness. We're wrecked from Saturday night at this rate. We are <laughs> competing with yeah. Sunday scaries, six scaries. There's a lot of scaries going on today. So this will be a keep it brief. <laughs> yes. So while all our world stopped because of sickness, the entire nation did not, including Detroit and Canada, from what However, we see. Hunting, shipping did stop. <laughs> shipping did stop as we uh, see. Shipping did stop. Okay. Econo- uh, economic interchange between Canada and the US is slightly stopping. Yes. So essentially, let me just frame this for y'all. Imagine you are, you're this cute little company. You rely on Canada. You rely on, you know, the US to exchange your goods. And then all of a sudden, bam, nothing is coming through. Nothing is coming through. So what happened is there are truckers that are upset because there has been a vaccine mandate that has gone into effect of where if you're entering Canada or you're entering the U.S., that you're going to need to be vaccinated. So in order to enter Canada, you need to be vaccinated if you're a truck driver. And so Prime Minister Trudeau, he imposed this vaccine mandate. And and this all started in Ottawa, where people were not happy about this. Truckers were really, they were not happy. They were not pleased. They were very upset. So they started a protest. And essentially what happened is this blew up very quickly. You had the mayor declaring a state of emergency. You then had the premier declaring a state of emergency. You also had 
Prime Minister Trudeau being contacted by the Biden administration to use federal force to remove the protesters because of how much trade was being interrupted. In other words, a mess. A mess is a good <laughs> And what you see is that this one protest in Ottawa, it really kickstarted other protests. So there were other protests in Toronto, Quebec City, Calgary, and then as well as the Ambassador Bridge that connects Windsor and Detroit together. So when Erica was saying that it hits close to home, yeah, it's right in Detroit. We, <laughs> there's literally a protest going on right at the Ambassador Bridge which is right in the heart of downtown Detroit, which if you guys don't know, I have to go into office tomorrow at work. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's literally like right there. Like if I don't watch myself when I'm driving into work, I could easily just end up accidentally going into Canada, like yeah. within <laughs> five minutes. I it's honestly wrong exit. I'll be in freaking Canada. <laughs> I hate that. You make one slight wrong turn and all of a sudden you're going to Canada. You're like, oh my God, I don't, I should not be going to Canada right now. I'm just trying to go home. It's funny because it's like, how many times has someone missed like an exit on the freeway? And you're just like, oh, I'll just get off the next one. You miss a few miles, like whatever. Like you're probably still within the same county. But then like, yeah. you're not only just like missing the destination by a few miles, you're literally in a completely different country. Like yeah. not even a different city, not a different county or state, like straight. It's very country. chaotic. Honestly, I hate that part of the highway right there. It is horrifying. Yeah, it's but, definitely fear. But uh, Hunter, do you want to tell us why? Like, where? Why did these start in, in uh, Ottawa? Right, that's where it all began. Yep. Yeah. So it started in Ottawa, and then it branched out to all of these other areas. And y'all are like, okay, yeah, we get it. You know, closing down a bridge, like it's really, it's an inconvenience. But there has to be other things that we can do. Y'all don't. This is the part where it gets crazy. So here we are. The bridge between Canada and Detroit, the Ambassador Bridge, has normally $300 million worth of goods passing through it every single day. This single bridge accounts for a quarter of the trade that goes on between Canada and the U.S. Seriously? I didn't yes. even know that. Yeah. <laughs> I live yeah. right here. And I mean, Canada is the U.S.'s biggest like, trade partner. I mean, here we are. This is such a big thing. So you're telling me $300 million worth of goods every single day is now being shut down and inconvenienced because you can't do that. So it's like Detroit, what is it? Auto manufacturing capital of the Western hemisphere. If not the world, here we are. There's already a shortage of new vehicles. And now you're telling me that all of these car parts that are going in and out of Detroit can't get there because the bridge has been shut down. So while normally, yes, this form of protest would be a really like an inconveniencing thing, this is economically damaging to the US and to Canada. $300 million worth of goods every single day is being shut down at this point. So that's why this is such a big thing. And that's why it's not just one of like, oh yeah, okay, you know, it's kind of a nuisance. Economically, it's disastrous. Okay, but like, what are they like protesting with this like blockade? Like I, is it because of just like trucker conditions? Like I know I follow a few truckers on TikTok and I see them talking about their experience as a trucker, which is really eye-opening. And I recommend to you guys, cause I did not know what it was like to be a trucker. But mm -hmm. like, what were they protesting to cause a blockade of this magnitude? 
whether so they, they knew of how big of a magnitude it was or not. So they were protesting the vaccine mandate. They don't feel like they should have to be vaccinated because a lot of times they you so you've seen in the U.S. that a lot of the vaccine mandates they have not been applying to truckers because it's just themselves. They're just in the cab of their truck. So it's not like the other restrictions that are going on for these large corporations of where people need to be tested. People need to make sure that they're vaccinated. They always have to be wearing masks. It's different because it's kind of just like a one-on-one person. So while you're a part of a large company, yes, you're kind of just doing the job by yourself though. So that's why it, the Supreme Court, they stated the decision that truckers essentially don't have to be vaccinated. So you've seen a lot of wins for the truckers in the trucking industry in terms of these vaccine mandates. But with Canada, Canada's saying like, okay, well, we're not going to do that. If you're going to come into Canada, you need to be vaccinated. So that's where the problem starts. So that's where you're seeing all of the tension come from of why these truckers are protesting. So in well, North yeah, America, and the, um, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, yeah, you know, the United States and Canada both require vaccination if you want to cross that bridge too. So like, even if they don't necessarily have to be vaccinated to like do their job, like say with nurses or the, or the vaccine mandate, just to get across, if you're a trucker going in between, you would need to be vaccinated just to cross the border because of those rules. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, you're not just going and just simply dropping something off and then leaving. Like chances are, you're going to be getting gas. You're going to be going into a restaurant, you're going to be like, you're going to be around other people. It's not like you're just sitting there by yourself in a bubble the entire time that you're there. So that's why these vaccine mandates have come to be. So that is where we're kind of having problems. And that's where we're seeing this conflict come into play. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, following those trucker TikToks, like they have those rest stops, like I think Loves is one of them, where like they have showers, which I didn't Mm -hmm. even know they provided towels and they have like laundry services. Again, like Maybe it was just naive me to not know all, all the amenities that some of these truck stops have for truckers, but like, think about the possible exposure for like other people. Cause it's not even just truckers that stop at truck stops. Like the amount of times yeah. I've stopped at one going up North or going anywhere, you stop at a big one. Cause they have all the snacks and the convenience stores and fast food and whatnot. So that's, and it gets a lot of traffic. Yeah. I mean, when I was coming out to Denver, I mean, I had to stop at one and it was, mostly just people in cars like yeah there were still a lot of trucks there but there were just a lot of people in just normal passenger cars that were stopping there as well so it's not like you only have truckers stopping at these truck stops and things like that so so was this blockade mostly like american truckers or was it canadian truckers so that's where we're kind of seeing conflicting reports so from the reporting that we were looking at for this episode we were seeing that and one source they were saying that it was mostly canadian truckers but then in the and another source we were saying that we were seeing that there were a lot of Americans as well. So it's in my belief of just basing it off of the sources that we've been getting is that it is a combination of Canadian and American truckers. However, the big American truck representatives for lobbying and for large unions of truckers in the U.S., they all are saying that they do not support these blockades. Well, I know what, who does support these blockades mm-hmm. from our source at uh, PBS. It looks like Senators Sean Hannity, Ted Cruz, Tucker Carlson, and Ron DeSantis. Oh, sorry. They're not all senators, but public government officials. Sorry, I misread that, guys. Government um, officials yeah, or public. Government officials or senator. We all know Senator Ted Cruz. Um, 
They all are supportive of the movement, which let me tell you how much that shocks me. It does not, not in the slightest. Like it doesn't shock me that they're not, that they're supporting over the vaccine mandate, but usually the right tends to be more, they tend to favor their economics a little bit more. So that's where it's kind of conflicting of where you have, you know, the mask and the vaccine mandates where, yeah, you'll normally see the right go and be like, okay, cool. We don't want any of this. This is not what we want. Like we should be able to, they take on a much more like libertarian approach where it's saying like, yeah, like you should be able to do what you want to do at this point. However, Normally for economic policy, they're not really in favor of when economics are being mishandled, which in this case, $300 million of trade every single day, that's a fair bit of mishandling of, you know, a lot of money at that point that's being lost because of these things. So it's kind of interesting to see. I'm actually a little bit surprised by that. Yeah. And, you know, I think that especially the right tends to I don't want to say like confirm or like, um, what am I thinking? What's the word I'm thinking? Like, I think they tend to be a bit more supportive of when people use their first amendment rights to protest. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know something about them. Like, yeah, use your right to protest like first amendment free speech. But then they're like, wait, but hold on. But not when I can't get my money, like use your voice, but not to stop me from more money. Yeah, so it's just kind of interesting to see, you know, this kind of a response. I wasn't really expecting it. I was expecting, you know, yeah, like if you're going to protest over it, okay. But when you're, you know, halting $300 million worth of trade every single day, I feel like that's a little, it's where it kind of, it's where it gets a little dicey. So it's just really interesting to see this perspective. Well, so how, so who's going to handle this? Like, is this going to be in the responsibility of the Canadian government? Is this in the responsibility of the American government? Again, so, it's like right there. So, so far the Canadians have been responding to it. So there were national local police forces that they cleared out protesters. They were saying that, so the premier of Ontario declared a state of emergency and it went into effect on Friday at 7 PM. There were protesters that still had refused to leave the bridge on Saturday morning. So you had the national local police forces clearing out those protesters. And then on Sunday, Canadian police made arrests of the remaining pickup trucks because there were, I guess, only pickup trucks that were left. So they were arrested on Sunday. All right. Well, so it sounds like it's kind of wrapping up. Do we see any of this happening in the future? Maybe another blockade of this specific bridge? I know there's also ports like near Toronto you can get into like mm-hmm. Canada from that area, like Port Huron, I think. So there are copycat convoys that have started to appear in Australia and New Zealand. And then there's also said to be a trucker that is organizing something similar that may start in Sacramento and head to Washington, D.C. That is coming straight from reporting from the New York Times from Ozzy Pebara. All right. Well, I guess I'll have to just keep an eye out every time I'm driving to work and try not to accidentally get <laughs> you know, to get Canada when I'm rubbernecking. Yeah, I swear you, that would happen to me. <laughs> you just don't want to get stuck in the blockade at this point. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to be part of Suez Canal 2.0. No, yeah, thank you. No, no, not at all. So, but yeah, I mean, that kind of wraps up this episode. We want to just keep it short, sweet, but we still wanted y'all to know what was going on because it does have a really big impact on America. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, just five days of the Ambassador Bridge being closed, that is $1.5 billion worth of trade that's not happening. Just over five days. 
So it's kind of crazy when you think about it that way. A week is almost, it's a little over $2 billion of trade if it's closed for a week and blockaded for a week. So it's really interesting. It's really interesting to see it's a big issue, but yeah, so far those, you know, local and national police forces have cleared out those protesters. So it's gonna be interesting to see if it happens again, if it may happen in the US this time versus on a border and a bridge that connects those borders, so. I think we've got enough vaccine protests. We don't, we don't need a trucker one. Yeah, I mean, there, there's already enough supply chain issues in this country at the moment. We really don't need any additional, you know, stresses coming in at this point, but who knows? People are always, you know, wanting to see a little bit more, <laughs> a little right. bit more happening in the news. All right, well, we told y'all we were gonna keep it brief. Didn't we, didn't we say it? We yes. said it, Hunter. And here we are, we kept, we kept it brief. We kept it brief. So we are returning back to our roots. We will we will be keeping it brief in the future. We will not be having 40, 50 minute episodes for keep it briefs again. Those are our, those are for our polling episodes. So. That's our new year's resolution. Yes. Actually. Yeah. And, and it's only starting in February. Uh, we're yeah. a little late. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. You know, Eric it's, and I were Geminis. We're always late to everything. We're both Geminis with ADHD. So it's our lunar new everything. year. <laughs> yes. Lunar new year resolution. Yeah, so we are starting this New Year's resolution on the Lunar New Year. So thank you all so much for tuning in. And we will see y'all on Thursday for a Keep It BRI. Bye. Bye.